Welcome to a very special edition of the PSD Cast. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in today's episode, we're previewing CES 2019 with an industry first. This year in Vegas, N-Ocean is set to unveil the first self-powered Bluetooth sensor for intelligent lighting control. The sensor integrates N-Ocean's energy harvesting technology, and it adds to the company's portfolio of battery, battery-free Bluetooth switches and rather than me drone on and on. We've got Troy Davis from N-Ocean on the show to discuss his company's breakthrough and what it means for the industry. So let's not waste any more time. Troy, welcome to the show. And with CES a mere five days away or less, depending on when our audience hears this, we're thrilled to get a sneak peek at this new development. So this self-powered Bluetooth sensor is an industry first, and at the same time, the Internet of Things is beginning to flourish. It's become one of the market's hottest verticals. So that said, why is this product such a big deal for the industry? Well, thanks, Jason. I um, appreciate the time today. And the, uh, the industry is, is really an interesting thing because we've seen the Internet of Things uh, flourishing and growing and really starting to expand quite a lot. And you know, before the Internet of Things and Ocean was the things. We, didn't, we just didn't have a name for it yet. So we, we have been producing things that have been providing data in buildings for many years, 17 years to be exact. And so we've been pushing this data kind of up, upstream into various different uh, parts of the world. As the, as the Bluetooth uh, mesh systems in these buildings has expanded, we've started to offer some of our products in the Bluetooth side. So now we have the first ever self-powered Bluetooth occupancy sensor and daylight sensor. So we can start to drop uh, these Bluetooth sensors throughout a building and, have, and, and use the energy harvesting where we actually capture either light from the windows or light from the electric lights and use that as our power source so that we're not introducing um, the, uh, you know, into a commercial building, we might have, you know, 2,000 sensors or 1,500 sensors, something like that. And if you, if you add batteries to every single one of those sensors, you now have 1,500 or 2,000 batteries that you have to maintain, change, recycle, dispose of, do different things with. So where we are is, is we're, we're adding our self-powered version of the Bluetooth sensor to the market. So now we can provide all this data to the building without actually introducing batteries into the space. Right, right. And, and you mentioned um, Ocean's history. And, um, and, and that's interesting because th- th- this is an industry first and, um, and you're, you're sort of at the bleeding edge. So what, before this, what have designers been stuck with uh, be- before this, this innovation? In other words, what sort of product will this one supplant? And why hasn't the incumbent design met the evolving needs of the marketplace? Sure. So the um, you know over the history of, of buildings, the the when you when you did have a smart enough building years ago, you had to wire every single sensor, and so that meant that you had to have uh, two conductor wires or four conductor wires going to all these different sensors, and then that had to tie back into a, a network bus, and that network bus had to go back to something else, and then finally you had a head end computer at the in the basement of a building. In this case, we can freely position these sensors around the space without any thought of wire. So you can actually take, for example, a a giant six-foot concrete column in the middle of an airport, and you could stick these sensors onto that column 
without the need for conduit or, um, or additional effort or thought early on in the process and having those uh, theoretically just be, I mean, you could even just use double stick, you know, ultra strong double stick tape if you wanted to, to hold these up, which is what a, a lot of people have been doing. But the, um, so as, as the needs of the marketplace have shifted, they've sort of started looking for ways to um, reduce material handling on the job, which is the wires and the conduit and all the other pieces of that puzzle, and also the disruption to the tenant if you have an existing building. So if you have to run wires through a ceiling and, and you've got to open all these different ceilings in an existing building that's occupied, you have, you have quite a lot of trouble there. And so where we're trying to meet the needs of the marketplace is to say, okay, you want occupancy control in a building or in a space, simply drop this sensor onto the wall or the ceiling, and it will now communicate uh, via Bluetooth low energy to the space what that uh, looks like. So it'll, it'll send you both the daylight level so you can do some daylight harvesting. It'll also send you the occupancy status so that you can make decisions based on, on what that is. And we can communicate with multiple different types of uh, network infrastructure that, that currently use the Bluetooth um, mesh system or even Bluetooth direct to certain things like access points from uh, companies such as Aruba and, and others. So. Okay. Well, let's, let's take a step back for a second. The, the self-powered Bluetooth sensor adds to uh, your company's EasyFit portfolio. So can you provide some background on that product group? What is, what is EasyFit exactly? Yeah, so the, uh, the EasyFit product line is, is a product line that Anocean um, offers to the marketplace, and we've been doing this for, for quite a number of years, where uh, we have some finished products that are available for uh, different manufacturers or different users where they can actually take our product and put it into light fixtures or into um, uh, different applications where you've got these, you have a need for a finished product. And Ocean itself has a couple of different um, business business lines. So we, we manufacture a whole bunch of wireless uh, pieces that are all self-powered or are geared towards a self-powered type of network. So, for example, we have these other Bluetooth switches that are in our EasyFit portfolio, and we have those in both the North American uh, style of switch and the European style of switch. So we have some different options there. And, and we have also, then you can step that down out of the EasyFit line into the component side. So we can actually give someone a, a, a small module that has the energy harvester built in with the Bluetooth radio, and you could actually build your own light switch out of that if you wanted to. So there's, there's a couple of options as far as how that goes. Um, but a little bit of background on the EasyFit group is that it, it ultimately uh, is a finished product that you could buy and install into uh, some of these different applications. And we found over the years that, that one of the important things there is that uh, a, a lot of the users, they really want to uh, develop their, their Bluetooth control system or their other control system, and so they spend all this time and energy on the, on the actual network side of it and what it does and all these different things. But then they need pieces such as the switches or the sensors or the other things to provide input to that system that they've spent all this time developing. 
And so that's where we can come in and say, okay, you have the option. You can build your own switch using our module, or you can uh, take our switch. Or we also have multiple other vendors throughout the Ocean ecosystem. There's quite a few of them, actually, um, that are able to provide a, a little bit different style of switch. So there's, there's uh, quite a few options that a Bluetooth network user could uh, explore as far as that goes and kind of have um, some of these different you know, just different look and feel and, and form factor to these uh, various pieces that they can they can use to provide data to that to that system. Uh -huh. And you know, arguably the most important question is how is this self powered sensor self powered and how does it stay that way through all lighting conditions? Right, so we we've been self-powering devices. I mean, at our at our core, an ocean is an energy harvesting company that, and we power wireless devices using our energy harvesting. So, you know, our our number one piece that we work with is our switch that's powered just by the motion of pressing the switch. So we're very very good at, you know, using microjoules of energy to produce a wireless telegram that will go out and and allow you to control something. And so one of the ways that we've found on devices that you don't interact with or don't touch and move, uh, such as an occupancy sensor in this case, is we use uh, a little photovoltaic cell uh, on the device itself. And if you think about this, um, um, quite a few of us have had a solar-powered calculator over the years that sits on your desk, and you can use it anytime you want. And as long as the lights are on in your, in your office, your calculator works. And this is kind of the same theory, except we use a, a little bit more efficient solar cell and uh, geared towards uh, some of the more indoor light wavelengths and different things. And then we also use uh, substantially more efficient processing and storage and, and different things on that side so that we can uh, capture that light and bring it in to run these, these various devices. So in, in almost all cases, we see the devices going in as a completely self-powered autonomous piece. If you had a condition where between the combination of your settings that you use and maybe the room isn't used very often and it doesn't have any windows, then all of the sensors do have the option for a battery backup. So there is that option. Most of our users choose not to use that, and they, and they simply use the self-powered light switch to turn the lights on, and then they use the sensor in the space to turn the lights off when it's unoccupied. So you walk in, you push the switch, the lights come on, and now the sensor, no matter how long it's been in the dark, uh, is capturing energy from those lights, and it will start to watch the space. And once it determines that the space is unoccupied, it'll turn the lights out again. Hmm. Very interesting. So you just mentioned, uh, you know, controlled lights. So other than controlling LED lights, you know, enabled by the passive infrared motion sensor, which you just mentioned, what other kinds of data does the system deliver via Bluetooth? So in this, in this particular case, uh, we are providing the occupancy status and the uh, daylight status. We do have a roadmap with um, a significant number of other data points that we can do. We can watch devices or things that move around a space. So uh, similar to asset tracking, we can watch for um, movement of uh, specific a uh, piece of hardware in a space like a painting in a museum or something like this where you know you can watch and see if something's actually being 
disturbed or, or uh, some other various different things. We can watch uh, chair movement in a, in a conference room so you can actually start to look and see how many chairs are occupied in that space. And so there's a lot of things that are coming where we'll be able to provide a significant amount of data to, this, uh, to these various Internet of Things platforms that are coming. And with this particular sensor that we're talking about and we're releasing here at CES, you'll be able to see all of the occupancy in that space. So it'll be constantly updating as, as long as it has energy and light. It'll be constantly updating and saying, you know, it's occupied or unoccupied and, and watching for that. It'll also be sending the, uh, the natural light level that's coming in from the windows. So if you see the, uh, the light level um, going to a certain point, you can actually start to lower the electric light depending on how your Internet of Things or your old smart lighting control system is set up. You can start to manipulate those lights in such a way that uh, you can either increase the, the payback on your investment of those lights or you know, start to speed that process up so you get paid back quicker, or you can actually start to look at uh, simply just your data or your energy consumption of that actual building. And as, as the, the sunlight moves around the building, you can lower all those lights around the outside perimeter of the building and start to see uh, some pr fairly significant um, uh, energy savings you know, just associated with that type of thing. And of course, all these devices have NFC on them, so you can actually use the NFC to start to configure and, and uh, commission these different things um, so that you, you can actually lock them into these networks and, and different things like that. Oh, very cool. Well, you know, for those making the pilgrimage to Vegas next week, uh, you know, where can they check out an ocean self-powered Bluetooth sensor, and when can designers get their hands on it? Yeah, so um, designers can get their hands on them, uh, I believe it's January 15th, so that's okay. when the, uh, the first models will be available um, to, to ship. And uh, then during CES, we will have quite a few at the show that we can sort of uh, play around with. And, uh, and have access to, and we can show you exactly how it works and, and talk about the control logic and, and different things that's in those. Um, and so those will sort of uh, be able to, um, and we'll have also our uh, experts there at CES um, in terms of both the Bluetooth and the Ocean Radio and different things like that. Um, and you can see us, we're in the SANS Expo Center, and we're in booth number 40464. That's booth 40464 in the SANS Expo Center. Awesome. Well, thanks for all the great information, Troy, and, and, and good luck at the show. I've, I've been there uh, a few times myself, and it's, it's, it's definitely a, a thing. It's definitely a thing. And, and to <laughs> a our thing. audience, that's a, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> to our audience, thanks for tuning in.